0: Hi, everybody. It's Michelle and you're listening to GodPod. and I want to welcome you to today's Sunday episode. It is August 1st. Oh my gosh. I don't know about anybody else, but this year has flown by. I think this is the fastest year yet. I mean, we all know 2020 went really slow. <laughs> But 2021, I think, is going to be a freight train in many ways. And I don't think people want to ride the slow train anymore. I think we want to move on, live our lives, you know, within reason, be responsible people, living by the rules and, um, you know, living by law and order, loving people, vacationing and doing uh, fun things. And um, we really cannot be held back from that. It's not right what's going on. And I believe there's a lot of freedoms coming that we've that we have not had. That's just a side note because that's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm going to continue on the parenting journey, uh, being a parent. I have a few other episodes um, that you can look up, uh, and I, I basically am trying to do it in chronological order. So I start from infancy, I start with breastfeeding, I talk about that, um, and kind of, I've been making my way through, um, the first year into the second year, and I think right now I'm probably about where we would be, you know, the little two, two two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, things like that. So let me just, uh, continue on with that. If you have kids, if you're a first-time parent and, you know, you're learning and, and, um, You've got young ones. This, these are great episodes to to uh, listen to because I have two grown kids, basically nineteen and seventeen, a boy and a girl, and they're literally the best kids in the world. And that's not because they just came out that way. They, they have. Uh, they, I know. Look, you're gonna go. Hey, you're biased. You're their mom well actually no this is what everybody tells me I, random people I barely know if they know my kids will say you have the most respectable you know respectful kids and all this so I just I tell you that not to say neener Nina, look what I have I tell you that so that you can have the same thing I've actually proven my ability as a parent in the way that I taught them and, and trained them and along with my husband um And you can do the same thing. You really can. Obviously, you know, in life, we have their children have different personalities and such. But every, just because they have a different personality, that has nothing to do with teaching them to respect you. And I think that's really where I'm going to go with this podcast today or this episode is how important it is to make certain never miss a beat. In having your children one listen to you do what you tell them to do and respect you and that even includes their attitudes so for example you may have a child that is say four years old or five years old and they they pretty much know your rules and let's say you say I need you to go in and get ready for your bath and they may do it. But let's say they actually do it with attitude. They give you a yucky look. They stomp off, I don't want you. But they go and do it. That's not good enough, folks. Let me tell you, you better stop them in their tracks. Pull them aside and say, when I tell you to do something, you do it with a good attitude. Don't you give me guff and disrespect me. Honestly, it you have to you have to follow through in every aspect in order to teach kids to become respect respectful teenagers and then adults. There's no other way. If you let one part of the training go, you might lose out. And I, you know, some people re- truly d- don't do anything I'm saying and and get kids that just turn out well. And I I have no. You know necessarily, I don't have a, an answer for that, but but primarily we know that as parents, we have to you don't just pop a baby out and oh well, good luck, I'll just let everybody else train my kid and hope for the best. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. The school system cannot train them, their friends cannot train them other people that even the church can't train them. you have to train them, obviously implementing God's principles into their life is a total necessary thing and many of you might not even believe in church or go to church but I'm telling you it is very important. But these other things that I'm telling you and teaching you about will make a huge difference but it's got to start when they're young. I mean if you wait and wait and allow them to be bratty in their young years and then try and rein it in with what I'm saying it's going to be you're going to have more of a challenge. So. We're talking about maybe three, four, and five-year-olds. These are kids that have just left the stage, you know, the, the year number two, where they were two-year-olds, and two-year-olds they are gonna push. They're going to push to because they're because they're curious too. They've just learned to walk. They're learning to talk, and they get feisty, and so. This is—they call them the terrible twos. I would advise you not to call them terrible twos, or they're going to be terrible. And I talk about that in another episode, because the power of your words will manifest exactly what you're talking about. So don't call them that. Say it's going to be the awesome twos, wonderful twos. Um, but you—but two-year-olds are curious, and they're—they're they're, they're pushing their boundaries because they're learning about life. They—they they can walk now. They they, they kind of want to be it. They're finding their independence. And obviously, we can allow that to a certain extent. But we know that if we allow them to just find their independence on their own, they're going to get hurt. So, you know, this is a true story. Uh, there was a neighbor of mine, um, and our kids were like five years old, and her kid was four and a half. He was young for kindergarten. Our kids rode the bus and they had to walk a significant amount in our neighborhood um, on sidewalks and cross streets to get home. And I don't live on a, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a busy street, but it is a, it is a, it is a main street. So and cars would go fast. And I am not even kidding you. I would go up and pick my kid up every day because he was not old enough. I didn't trust other cars. I didn't even trust necessarily his instincts to cross streets and and I wasn't gonna chance it so but this woman let her this little child he was little she never picked him up he I'd see him walking he looked like a two-year-old walking home and one day she was kind of odd I'll just give you that she was just odd so I I knew that she would this her whole thinking was going to be off but she came by my house one day and my husband and I saw her little kid, her son walking home and we asked her, what are you doing? Why do you let him walk home? There's fast cars that drive by. She goes, well, he has to learn his independence. We're letting him have his independence. He doesn't want us to pick him up. And I thought, you idiot, honestly, you are the parent. This child doesn't get to tell you what's good for them. They don't get to just learn their independence because they want to. A time will come for that but we know this was very dangerous. He could get hit by a car. And I thought, you don't even know what you're doing. You're wrecking your child and you're putting him up, setting him up for a disastrous situation. Thank God he never got hurt. But guys, your child may act and say and want to do something saying, well, it's my, I want to learn. I want to do it on my own. I want to be into... Too bad. You say too bad. You're too young. And I love you too much to let you get hurt. And that's what you do. Oh my gosh, I've witnessed so many parents just honestly get bullied into allowing their child to do what they want. I want to learn my way. I want to know. I don't want you to tell me how to do it. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. We take care of you. We pay for your your well-being. We feed you. We give you a bed to sleep in. Obviously, we, we do that out of love, but you don't know. That's idiotic to allow children to think they can raise themselves. They cannot, and they will screw it up. So... That So that's one thing. A child may say they want their independence. Too bad. If it's not the right time and you see it being an unsafe situation they want to enter into, you say no. Oh, my gosh. Kids say no enough to you. Learn to say no to them. That will save their life. saying no to them. I don't care if they beg, whine, call you a jerk, they hate you. Good for them. Send them to their room. Let them brew, brew on it. Saying no is the, will save a child's life. Okay, so back. I kind of sidetracked there, but I wanted to give you that that um, example. When you're coming out of the twos into the threes and fours, they get a little bit more. They don't get so pushy. They will settle into listening to you a little bit more, um, and and they'll get more fun. You'll be able to have more of a re- relationship with them. You know, you'll do fun games and things. But this is a very Fruitful time and very important time. The fours and the fives are getting ready to gear up for school and, and learning to socialize with other kids. Where you really need to um, teach them how to respect you, and that means obviously teaching them manners first of all. So many people don't teach kids how to say thank you. They don't teach them how to say please. These are these are awesome things that will will go with them throughout their life. Your kids should be saying thank you to you and please and may I and I'm sorry if they do something wrong, they need to come to you and say they're sorry. These are I am I'm just telling you, these are crucial. This will make and break your situation. You will not raise a brat if you will do this. You will you will have a teenager that is fun and res, and respects you. If you want to have a bratty teenager, you will create one. I know plenty of people that did. If you will have them and you cannot waste one opportunity. What I mean by that is, if you hear them mouthing off to you, even in a small way, if you hear them slam a door after you told them to do something, you march in there and you grab their little arm. I'm not saying grab it hard, but make sure they know to look at you and you look them in the face and go, don't you ever slam your door with an attitude. Uh, I told you to do this, you do it with a good attitude let's try this again. And you try it again. And you say, I need you to go clean your room up. And then you, you make sure that they follow through with a respectful attitude. That's how you create a wonderful teenager, one that will be respected by other people and they will have respect for them. Oh, it's, it's the best thing I ever did. I have amazing teenagers. We have an amazing time and I do not fight with them. I do not. I mean, do they try and have attitudes here and there? Of course. Do I nip it in the bud? Hell yes. Because I pay for their cell phones. We pay for everything they do. I mean, they do work. But, you know, for the most part, they don't pay for their cars. They don't do, We, you know. Come on, people. Uh, you're going to... These kids these days are just entitled little brats. Spoiled. You do not want one of those. They're an embarrassment to you. And they will give you a lot of headache and grief. So... Make sure you nip everything in the bud that does not, is not kosher in your life. They should be, whenever you tell a child to do something, it should be done quickly, quietly, and with respect. And I'm not joking. There should be no procrastination, um, attitude, looking at you with a rude face, rude eyes. Oh, don't let any of that get by, guys. I don't care how old your kids are. And again, they're four and five and they're starting to do that nip it in the bud nip it in the bud it is a gold mine i'm giving you a gold mine of information because it works um they won't know the difference see you the thing is when if you begin this when they're little they'll just take it with them when they're older and they they will what it's supposed to look like when you start to go into the teenage years your kids should be as obedient as you taught them to be when they were four, when they fourteen, fifteen, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. You should, so what I'm saying is, if you nip these things in the bud, you will not create a, a future of fighting. You should not be fighting your children at all. There should be no pushback. These kids should just know who the boss is. You and your husband or you and your wife are the boss. You tell them what to do. You tell them how to do it and you tell them when to do it and then they just have to do that. This this is not this is not um, you know be I'm not saying being like a master slave I'm not saying any of that but this is parents have a place and kids have a place and if you reverse those orders and if you reverse um, and give your kid a higher uh, place than you have you're gonna have a nightmare children do not tell parents what to do ever if they don't they don't come back with with back talk ever. If you allow that you're going to get what you allowed and you are to blame only you not your kid because they don't know any better if you don't nip these things in the bud then you're to blame sorry you don't want to hear that you say oh he's born that way or this kid oh they just uh you know that's how they are and, oh we don't we just want to you know get we don't want to have the fight we just rather let them do what they really bad really bad don't do that do not do that you will have a miserable existence and i know people that live their life and raise their kid that way and it was miserable for them this is not a personality def- deficiency this is your training you can train any kid and when i say train it sounds you know like a, like a like a dog i'm not t- but that's the only term i can think of right now this is how you raise a great human being that will go out and be a great person to society won't won't think everything is supposed to be handed to them on a silver platter. They'll respect people, they'll know they gotta work hard. All of these things are, are gold mines for your child to go to grow up, leave the house, and know how to, to exist and be strong and confident and respectful and know how to speak to people and speak to their elders. Old school traditions and values are absolutely important and never have gone out of style. Continue to implement these things and teach these into your kids. It is vital and valuable. So really to wrap up, um, how how long? Oh, I've been talking 16 minutes. My goodness. To wrap, kind of wrap this up is teaching respect. Your child won't know how to respect you unless you teach them how. And that looks like this. Not letting them talk back to you when you ask them to do something. They should not give you any ounce of attitude in body language. Their eyes contact with you or how they look at you or how they do something outward like slamming doors, stomping off, all that. You cannot allow them to do that. And it needs to have a consequence. And if it, meaning you need to talk to them again and say, knock that off and make them start over. That's a great method. You gotta, it takes, it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of your time up because kids will do this. But they won't do it forever if you nip it in the bud, especially do not let them talk back to you ever if they're words to you, if they slap you if they they curse at you, talk back any back talk they better there better be absolute consequence they better know that is absolutely not allowed. I mean, I didn't miss a beat, guys, I never let my kids back talk me, and i was I was scary at times, like get your. But in your room, you're not coming out for a half hour. You better think about what you did. And we're going to have a talk about this. I mean, they just knew it wasn't allowed. And it's not allowed to this day with my 19 and 17-year-old. And I basically don't get it. My son, once in a while, will push back. But uh, (laughs) we, we solved that problem pretty freaking quick. So I hope that I've given you some tools if you're in... You know, coming out of the 2 year old window and going into four, five, six, whatever, n- never let it change. Never waver. Continue to teach the child respect. It is probably the most important thing you can teach a child is to respect you. And then from there, most things come much easier. And teach them to love others. Teach them to say they're sorry. There's so many things. And I'll focus on other episodes with that. But... Uh, This is just very important stuff, and I know some of you are going to take it and implement it, and I know you're going to have success, and I wish you all the success. Um, Thank you for listening, being a listener. I really appreciate it. Um, if you want some good reading, I am a published author. I have a wonderful book that will tell you all about the Lord, uh, and and encourage and empower you. It's called unveiling the garden of Eden. Stop living at the mercy of this world and make the world bow to yours. It's all over the place. You can just Google it. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere. It's everywhere. And I would love, um, you to read it. Uh, you don't have to obviously. And I'm also on Instagram at Liberty underscore shell. And that's my handle name. If you want to find me there and DM me, I would love it. If you're getting anything out of these episodes, uh, this podcast, it would just bless my heart to know. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.